Hi, y'all. This is Amy Elkman, the host of the Ace Your Life show. And I have a question for you. How do you feel about the home that you're living in right now? Is it too big? Is it too small? Did your kids just go off to college and you're ready to downsize? Or did you just have your first baby and you're busting out of an apartment and you need more space? Do you wish you had a beautiful kitchen that you could entertain in? that has a giant island with Carrera marble, and it's all white and bright with beautiful light streaming in all the time that makes you actually wanna cook. Well, if you want any of these things, I got you. See, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a realtor and my husband is a remodeler and he's fabulous and he has three crews that can help you really make any dream come true that you want. So if you want a pool and you don't like your little tiny backyard, I got you. If you want a new kitchen to entertain in, I got you. If you want a gorgeous owner suite bathroom with Carrera marble everywhere that you can have your sexy bath time every night with candles and beautiful music piped in through the speakers, I got you. I can help you with all of that. We are kind of like Chip and JoJo's older siblings, but we're cooler and maybe married. I don't know. Is that weird? But anyway, so if you want to move, if you want to fix up the house you're in, if you want to sell the house you're in, just give me a call and I can help you make all your dreams come true. That is our passion. And if you're in the Dallas area, we can totally help you. So give me a call. Well, everybody, I am back from LA. And I got to tell you, it was a magical mother, you know what, week. I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to one of these retreats, but... I've been to one in my life and it was with Kathy Heller and it was this summer and it was completely different though because it was bigger and it was in Malibu and it was outside and we did a lot of breath work and we did some sound baths and we did a bunch of journaling and meditating and that was amazing and I loved it. But there were a lot of women and it was busy. Like we went one thing to the next to the next and it was it was just different, totally different. So when I found out there was another one coming up, I was like, I'm in. Um, this came about because I'm in this mastermind group and it was just it's just been this amazing group. There's probably like 38 of us all over the world. I mean, some women are in New Zealand and England and um, Australia and it's it's amazing. There are women from all over and everyone has a different story. Like some women are doctors, some women are authors, some women are potters. Um, I'm a realtor. I think there's a couple of realtors. Anyway, we come from all walks of life and we're all just here to up level and to get around amazing like-minded women who are really into, you know, just living their best lives. And making a shit ton of money if we can and, you know, just getting really into the vibe of women supporting women, 
living your best life, feeling the best you can, all the things that I preach on this podcast. And I had zero expectations. I didn't even look up the hotel ahead of time because, well, A, I just didn't. I forgot. Because <laughs> I kind of like, actually, I love to be surprised. That's what I love about life. You never know what's around the next corner. And I'm not a planner. I am not the girl who like maps out a vacation detail by detail before we go. I mean, I'll find a place to stay and then maybe some transportation to and from, and that's it. I won't even do dinner reservations because I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's just not my vibe. I like to be surprised. I like to be spur of the moment. And I find that when you go into a trip that way, you're usually excited about the things that transpire because you have no expectations, but then also magical things happen. I cannot tell you how many magical things happened. Like it was so crazy. Um, On the way, just even flying there, um, I left on Sunday. I came back last night. So it was a long trip. And when I went to leave, I knew that, well, two of my kids are in college, but I have one at home. And the one who lives here and who's a freshman in high school was on a birthday weekend at a lake. So I wasn't even going to get to see him. I kissed him goodbye on Friday and I knew I wouldn't be able to see him until Thursday. And I don't go out of town much. I mean, it's not really, I don't know. I have some blocks about it all my life, all when the kids were little girl, they would have girls trips and birthday trips. And I never went on any of them. I felt like maybe guilty. I'm not saying this is right. I'm just saying this is how I've always been. And um, and sometimes, you know, when you go on a trip and you're a mom and it's like there's so much drama and exhaustion into putting into place everything for while you're gone. So most of the time I would get halfway in, and because I don't like to plan, <laughs> I would just be like, oh, fuck it, I'm not going to go. <laughs> or it would be, you know, I don't know. I just, and I'm not like, a big partier. I mean, I love to have fun and I love to laugh and dance and do all that stuff, but I'm not like a hardcore partier. And sometimes that would give me anxiety about the drinking or whatever. I don't know. I just, all throughout my kid's life, I never, I think I went on one trip for my, my college pledge class, had a party. I mean, had a trip the year we all turned 40. So I did do that. And it was great. It was so fun. But we went to Seaside. It wasn't like we went to Vegas or anything. I'm talking about trips by myself. I'm not talking about with my husband. Shit, we go everywhere. I, I, we, I'll go anywhere with him because I don't, I don't feel guilty at all about that. I don't know why. Um, I love that. But a trip by myself or with girlfriends, I just haven't done much. I went on another girlfriend's trip to Austin for another 40th birthday And that was kind of it. I haven't been on many. I go with my family and stuff. You know, like my mother-in-law has taken me to New York a few times or with my mom. We went to New York, but I haven't really gone with women or especially by myself. Like that's kind of crazy. And this year I've done two, which is insane. So long story short, well, too late for that. But anyway, I decided to go on this trip, kiss Charlie goodbye on Friday, um, And on my way to the airport Sunday, 
I find out that Charlie is running a hundred and something fever and he's on his way back to Dallas and I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going out of town for, you know, five days. So props to my amazing hunky husband who just totally took over. He took him to the doctor. He ended up having the flu so they got both got on fluosa. I didn't see him, so I didn't have to take it because I was never really around him until he got sick. And um, Scott was the MVP of the week. He handled everything like a dream, and he worked. He's amazing. And it just goes to show how far we've come from back in the day when I wouldn't even go on a girl's trip because I was so afraid to leave the kids, which is crazy. Like One of the things I learned on this is that it was fascinating. We were talking about selling and we sometimes we underestimate what people can do and we think we have to do everything when we're moms. We're like, oh no, he can't handle that. Like he won't even know where the Tylenol is or he won't even know the doctor's number or any of that stuff. Well, guess what? He figured it all out and he handled it beautifully. And now Charlie is a-okay and back at school and feeling great. So it worked out great. And they didn't even need me. And that was a good eye opener for me. <laughs> they, they're weaning themselves off of me, I guess. But anyway, so I went to the airport freaking out because I knew he was sick, but I was hoping it was just a cold and it ended up being the flu, but it was okay. So I go to the airport and they upgrade me to first class off the bat I don't even understand it, but it happened. And when when they did that, they said, "Do you need help to your seat?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." I mean, I, I mean, I'm just assuming it's just a bigger seat. No, it was a freaking cubicle. It was like a giant. It looked like a pod with like my own TV, this giant flat screen TV with like this that you could lay back in the seat flat and take a nap. They brought me warm nuts. They brought me lunch. I mean, I was like, are you kidding me? How is this happening? Like, I've only flown first class a few times in my life. And that was always with Scott, like when they upgraded us, because he's got some kind of priority thing. I don't even know. So anyway, that started off the trip with a bang because I got to sit there and meditate and I had my lunch and I drank hot tea and I had my blanket and oh my God, it was amazing. I think I saw a minor celebrity, but I can't even remember her name, so I won't even tell you that story. But anyway, I think she was in there. Um, Okay, so then we landed, and the minute I got there, my good friend who is in the mastermind group is a photographer, and she offered to take pictures of me to upgrade my branding for my podcast because at this point, I don't even have a picture on my podcast, I made this beautiful thing on Canva and I've been using that for years. So she was like, let's do some pictures and I need a new headshot for my real estate. I was like, hell yeah. So I get there, jump off the plane. We're The, the retreat is at the Hotel Bel Air. I don't know if y'all know where that is, but it is the swankiest, most fabulous place. I mean, palm trees everywhere. There's swans in the water when you walk up. Everyone is like, oh, it's a dream. Like everyone is so nice. You have a fireplace in your room. They come and light your fireplace for you every night. I mean, it was dreamy. We had a little balcony 
where we could sit outside, but it rained the whole time. But again, this is another thing I learned. One of the things we learned is there's like a Jewish word for rain and it means abundance. And in the, in, um, in the Kabbalah, they say that when it when it's raining outside, that's a good that's a good omen because it's raining down abundance on you. So, instead of being upset about being in LA where it never rains and it's never cold, it was forty degrees and raining for two of the three days, and I was here for it. I was like, "That's okay. I am excited. This is beautiful." So show up, get off the plane, which I was kind of sad because it was such a great plane ride, and then go to the hotel. And immediately, my friend Megan takes pictures. I wore like all these. I brought a cute dress and a little workout outfit, all this fun stuff to to take pictures in. So that was fun. And then um, the retreat started. I knew nothing about the treat. I knew had zero expectations, which I've decided is the way I'm going to roll from now on because we find out that two of my favorite authors, Terry Cole, who wrote Boundary Boss, and she is a bad ass. She's a New Yorker. She's gorgeous. She has the most amazing demeanor you've ever heard in your life. I mean, she was awesome. And she talked all about boundaries and how, um, you know, we're all codependent, even though we don't think we are, especially when we're tough and we're always holding it all together. Like all you mamas are, I mean, we're all the rocks of our family. And so we're like, Oh, I can do it. I can juggle all the plates and do it all myself and, you know, look cute and be on all the boards and make money and make dinner every night, and raise three kids, and do the whole thing. Um, yes, even we are kind of codependent. It's, go get the book. I'm going to tag it here. It's amazing. So, Boundary Boss, she she came, and I sat five feet away from her, and I hugged her, and I got to talk to her, and it was just the most intimate, amazing setting. We got to see, I mean, there were only 30 of us, so it was so close and upfront and personal, um, then, so she spoke, um, we had this other fabulous woman who happens to be best friends with Kathy and her name is Jenny Goldfarb. She was on Shark Tank. So we did pitches for her. And what I loved is all these women are entrepreneurs. So we all are the whole, the whole retreat was about making money, how to have hundred thousand dollar months. I mean, it was just amazing. And I had so many downloads on like how to make my business better and how to um, reach the the clients I want to reach and how I want to just really feel into how to gel this podcast with me being a realtor and a house flipper and how can I kind of marry those all together. And I just had so many great ideas. It was just it's like that energy, that buzzy energy you have when you're in a room of real amazing badasses and there's no jealousy, there's no negativity. It's all like building each other up, making each other feel great. Absolutely amazing. If you have the opportunity to go to either one of her retreats and I can, if you are interested in all, she is doing another mastermind next year. So let me know. I can send you all the information because I would love to share it with you. She's absolutely amazing. But also just surrounding yourself with women like this 
who are strong, who are not jealous, who are not envious, not codependent on anyone in the room, and just full of ideas. I mean, we bounced ideas off each other. It was just, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Unlike anything I've ever done before. We had a dance, a lady come in and teach us a routine so we could get all that energy out. Oh my God. And I am, you know, I am a, (laughs) I always wanted to be a ballerina my whole life. So this was right up my alley. I was, we were all soaking wet with sweat by the end of it. It was so fun. Um, we learned a, a dance routine. Then we had um, Julie Solomon, who is also a podcaster. She does the Entrepreneur. Oh shoot, no, that's not it. The Influencer Podcast. She's a fucking amazing, gorgeous. She's married to that hot actor. Anyway, she was there. I sat three feet away from her as she spoke. I felt like she was speaking to me the whole time. I think she was. No, she wasn't, but she was speaking to all of us. And it was just, it was, it, talk about filling up your cup. And I felt so guilty because, you know, here I am, my kid is sick. He's got the flu. My husband's trying to work and take care of him. I almost jumped on a plane and came home. And then I was like, you know what, Amy, you're here. Like, let's just make the best of it. Let's just really so- soak in everything you can. And it ended up being the most amazing experience. Oh, and we shut down, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the store Veronica Beard. I'm going to tag that too because I want to tell you the clothing in that place was so amazing. We went there one night. They shut the whole place down in Beverly Hills for us. We They had given us champagne and, um, and rosé and it was just so much fun. We all tried on clothes and bought some things, and I bought a power blazer for my all my you know <laughs> for all my new power moves that I'm making. God, it was just awesome. It was amazing. It was so fun and so life giving. And I guess what I want to say is that I just hope that if you have the opportunity to be in a room with women like that, to join a mastermind, to do a retreat even if it's a yoga retreat, or even if it's just a one night away kind of thing, if that's all you can manage. There's something about getting into a different energy and just relaxing and putting your ego and your life on hold for a few days and just see what you come up with. See what what kind of downloads you get in your brain. And it was so much fun. I stayed with my dear friend, Kristen, who lives in Chicago, but we've known each other for 25 years. She has been in Chicago for like 15, at least. So it's really great because we got to room together and it was so much fun. And oh, I just love her. And she kept me on track, <laughs> reminding me like what time things started. And again, not a planner. She was awesome. She, oh my God, we went to the spa one night. We went and got our hair blown out. I mean, we we just lived it up. Because you know what? How often do you get to do stuff like that in Beverly Hills? I mean, I've never even, I don't think I've ever been to Beverly Hills. That's pretty amazing. I've been to LA, but that was for work. So this was just a completely off the chain experience. Okay, wait, I have one more funny story. So the last night there were, four of us, and we went to eat at the restaurant in the hotel is the original Wolfgang Puck. 
So, I mean, it was like 500 paces from my room, but I was like, we should definitely eat there one night. Of course, Kristen arranged it. I had nothing to do with it. So I show up, we sit in this booth. It's so cozy. We're so exhausted just from all the fun and the tears and the hugging and the dancing and all the wonderful speakers. I mean, it's just like, it's kind of exhausting. Plus you're jet lagged a little bit, you know, and we, oh, and we fell back, you know, with the time change. So I'm just a little off. So we're sitting there, we're eating, and one of us, um, one Megan, ordered the chicken pot pie. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds so perfect. Like just warm and cozy. It was cold and rainy there. And I was like, ooh, that sounds so just like comforting and wonderful. So we all four ordered the chicken pot pie because I think we were so brain dead. We didn't even want to read the menu. We're sitting there, we get our pot pies, we're eating, we're having the best time. And then the cutest little man walks up and he's got his little black shirt on and he's so tan and he has white teeth and he looks at us and in the cutest accent, he says, oh, look at all of these beautiful women. Oh, you're eating all the chicken pot pie. You all get it. That's so cute. And he starts laughing and we're all laughing. We're like, yeah, we're so unoriginal, but it was delicious. We couldn't help it. He says goodbye, walks off, and one of the girls says, you know who that was, right? And we're like, no. She's like, "Uh, that was Wolfgang Puck. Like, seriously? The Wolfgang Puck? Like, (laughs) the legend Wolfgang Puck just came up and talked to us like we were, you know, his girls. It It was just every little thing. I can't even tell you all the synchronicities and amazing things that happened while I was there. And I just, I encourage you, just go out and get some kind of thing that you can A, look forward to, B, don't plan it. I mean, pay for it, get the transportation to and from, and then just show up. Because I think there's something about the unexpected magical stuff that can happen, but then also being in that vibe, being in just a magical, positive vibe where you expect the unexpected, expect miracles to happen, expect to meet beautiful women who inspire you to do more and be better and just get your shit together and really enjoy your life. So anyway, that's my real life quickie for today. Just a recap of my retreat. If you have any questions at all about it, let me know. One thing that came out of the retreat that I'm so excited about that I want to do for the next year is I want to start up a group like a kind of like a like a like a like a not like a course. Yeah, I guess it would be a course and I want to do a 4-week group I was about to say therapy. Well, it is kind of like therapy for realtors. Because I feel like realtors and real estate is so masculine. And I've been a realtor for 18 years. And back when I first got my license, I was so stressed and nervous and worried and always like, it was such a masculine space. It was like, do this, do that. And if you don't do this, you know, you're a loser and you didn't do that right and you should know better. And there was no learning curve. It was just like throwing me to the wolves. And, um, you know, I didn't sell much for the first, I don't know, 10 years at least. And then in the second half of my career, I kind of started 
as the kids got older, I would sell a little more, but I was always so scared and nervous I was going to make mistakes or look stupid. And so I just wouldn't do it because I was so nervous about everything all the time. And I felt like such an imposter. And also I felt like it wasn't my vibe. Like I'm very much feminine energy, obviously. I mean, look at all the stuff I do. And for for me, real estate is very masculine. It is like a very masculine space. Um, but what's interesting to me, I think the best realtors are women or people who use feminine energy because it's really about taking care of people. I mean, I think everyone in the world should have their real estate license. Why wouldn't you? Even if you buy one house with it, like you save so much money Anyone can get a real estate license. You just go out and take the course and get, I mean, it's, you know, it's a lot of work, but to get that and then just go join a broker and have fun with it. You can do it part-time. Like, and, and for women, it is such a beautiful, beautiful occupation because you can do it in your, you know, do it at night, do it on the weekends, get a babysitter, go show houses, and you don't have to be strapped to a cubicle you don't have to have nine to five hours. You work whenever you like. I I think it's the perfect occupation for moms. I really do. I've been doing it since, you know, I only had two kids and one was like a newborn, basically. So I think it's a great occupation, but I feel like so many women are intimidated by it because they think you have to be so masculine with it. You have to do X, Y, Z, and it's all these rules and all this stuff. Yes, you have to learn all that stuff, but that's why they make real estate courses that you learn all that stuff. And also every two years you have to take, you know, 15 hours of continuing education and learn all the stuff again. So obviously you do that part, obviously. But when I started doing this kind of personal development work where I was meditating and doing gratitude and taking care of my body and really drinking the water and just totally expanding into that space of my life, my business exploded. Like I went from making, at the most I had ever made in a year was 50 grand. And I went to making continuously over six figures, multiple six figures for the last four years. This year, I'm gonna get close to seven figures when it's all said and done. And working less than ever. And I think it's because of what I've done with all the other areas of my life. So all that to say that I want to put together a group of women and I want to teach them everything I know. And a lot of it you've learned in the podcast, but I have. if you think the podcast is a lot, you wait till you hear what I have planned for this group of women. And you don't even have to be a realtor. You can be um, any kind of professional. You don't even have to have a job if you don't. If you just want to join my group and learn all the good stuff. That's great. But I really would love for realtors to learn this because once you start really focusing on your feminine energy, the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. I mean, it's it's amazing. Every year, I write out a check to myself and I tack it on my bulletin board for a year later, and I double it every year. And this year, I, it was a big check, like really big. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to make this. And I've already made it. I made it halfway through the year already. So it's shocking. And 
I hope it's not too triggering for me to talk about money like this, but I think that's another thing we need to start desensitizing ourselves to speaking about, that it's okay for women to make money and be proud. And it's not gauche. It's awesome and it's fabulous and it's life-giving. And think about what you can do for your family, even if it's just to go on vacation every year or to buy that handbag you've always wanted or to take a retreat or get a coach or join a program like I'm going to make. I mean, it's going to be so life-giving to you. So why not? Why not do it? I mean, you know, life is short and we all have the same amount of hours in the day and time's going to pass. So wouldn't you rather that time pass and you do something amazing for yourself and for your life and for your family by making money? I mean, wouldn't that just put the power in your hands to do whatever you want and not to ask permission or feel guilty or feel like you don't deserve it? Y'all, we all deserve it just by being alive. I don't think God makes any sort of desire in your heart unless it's divine. I really feel that way. And I think that just the way my life has changed, even just in the last year by starting the podcast, joining this mastermind, meeting all these hundreds of women who are very like-minded and just the way we all build each other up and make each other feel great. Like, isn't that what life is about? Isn't that where we're all here? We don't live in villages like we used to where we, they did that way back in the day, but we don't do that anymore. Now we live, we're very isolated now the way we live. And so we need to make communities like this so that we can really support each other and help each other and just become badasses and make each other feel great. Why shouldn't you make a shit ton of money and buy anything you want and be able to support your family the way you want and donate the way you want and be the role model for your kids? I want my daughter to know what's possible. And I don't think I was a good role model for that when she was a little baby, but I Look, I did the best I could with what I had, but I really, now that she's older, I really want to show her what's possible. Why not start when you're 50? That's what, I mean, why not? I'm not dead yet, right? (laughs) All right, I'll get off my soapbox, but look forward to seeing more out of me and that because I'm really excited to put that out into the world. If you're interested in that at all, it's something I'm working on for the new year. DM me and I will give you all the details. I'm still ironing them out, but I'm really excited to put something together like that for y'all just so you can know. I will give you the whole playbook of what I did to change my life and it has changed and everybody can tell you that knows me how it's changed and how I'm lighter and I'm happier and I look better and I feel better and I'm a better mom and I'm a better friend and I'm a better everything. Wife, God, I'm such a better wife. No more martyr, no more victim. Fuck that shit. Let's get rid, let's just take that out. That's done with that. That's old news. Nobody wants to be that. Nobody likes that girl. Nobody likes that girl. Especially me. I didn't like that girl at all all. Well, she's, she's gone. She's dead. She's six feet under. Anyway, I hope you have a wonderful day. If you liked this, please share it with your friends. Of course, please. And, um, I can't wait to bring y'all some really fun stuff. I've got some great stuff cooking. So hope you have a great weekend and I will talk to you next time. Bye.